shit. Oh. Uh, da na 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 Ant Man. That's the wrong one. That doesn't sound. But it works. Take all the seconds you want. Mm-mm. No, no more seconds. Um, all right. Welcome back. Howdy. <laughs> My name is Alexis. I am Matthew. I'm Matt. And today we're watching Ant Man. Yep. He's a man, but he's also simultaneously an ant. How does that work? Probably <laughs> hard. <laughs> what do you know about the Ant Man? Mm-hmm. I know it's Paul Rudd. Okay. I know he Ooh. probably gets a suit that makes him real tiny. That's about as much as I know. So you don't think he actually turns into an ant? I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that he does not actually turn into an ant. I'm going to guess that he turns into a smaller person with the strength relative to an ant's size. So very strong for that of his size, just like ants are. Because ants may have small, low relative strength, but relative to their size, they have a shitload of strength. So I imagine he'll be very small and very strong. Will he have a mint in his mouth? Maybe. Have yet to decide whether or not he will have a mint in his mouth. You, you always think I can't tell. No, I know you can tell, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's about as much as I know. I know it's Paul Rudd. He's probably going to be Paul Rudd-E. So, like, what does that mean? Like, lovable, humorous, maybe not like... As sarcastic as, like, a, a Tony Stark know-it-all-y type of guy, but more like a every manny, everybody loves him, he's a nice guy, but also funny, personable person guy. What do you think his background is going to be? How is he going to uh, lead up to become this Ant-Man? I'm going to guess that it's not something that he designs. I don't know if that's true, but, like, with, with, with like, Iron Man, yeah, Tony Stark designs his own shit. Hmm. My guess is he's not going to be like, oh, I designed this suit to make myself really tiny. I don't know if he's going to be the brains behind this operation, more just like the test subject. Hmm. I don't know why he's getting tested upon or tested on or given this experimental tech, but I don't know. I like I I know I always say I know nothing about this thing, but like Ant-Man, I know fucking nothing. I know there's another one and there's going to be a sidekick or somebody called the Wasp. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> what the, what do you think then the the people surrounding Paul Rudd here are going to be? Because everybody has an entourage. We've already gone over this. It's true. Every single origin story, you have this entourage. I feel like he's single. not gonna. I feel like he's not gonna be married. I feel like he's gonna have a girlfriend. I feel like that's gonna be. He's gonna. He's gonna be like a, a chill, stable dude to a degree. I don't know why. That's just what I imagine Paul Rudd as being. <laughs> I don't know. So it's not Ant Man. It's just Paul Rudd. It's just Rudd. Paul Rudd. It's just I like Paul Rudd. Rudd a lot. <laughs> I do too. He's yeah. a very. He seems like a very nice dude. Yeah. I want to like hang with him. I just want to have like a beer. Just chill. That's fair. Yeah. Just kind of like hang out and you know talk shop. Not really talk <laughs> shop. I don't want to talk. Would you say that you were charmed by Paul Rudd? I have no follow-up for that, <laughs> just other than just disdain. But, sure, let's go with I'm Charmed by Paul Rudd. Yeah, 
I don't know why he gets <clears throat> selected. I don't know. I'm imagining since every plot seems to be going around some sort of infinity stone, I'm imagining there may be an infinity stone at play here somehow. But since, you know, I think this is Earth-centric as well, um, whether there's another infinity stone coming into play or just, like, another baddie that needs, you know, getting taken down a peg. Who, who might this baddie be, then? Well, I mean... What we, can <clears throat> fight an ant? <laughs> an aardvark? It's actually an anteater. Ar- it's just Arthur. Oh Arth- yeah, there Arthur we- is the enemy. Just comes to life. Correct. Via an Infinity Stone, just pulls with him his, out of the with TV. His sidekick Buster. And that would be just, horrifying. <laughs> just, just gigantic Arthur, and Arthur just roided up and just laying. And waste. then a roided up giant bunny called yeah. Buster. <laughs> yeah. Is that I, I like what happens. No, here? I mean that's, that's you're pretty darn close. The movie. Yeah. I know. I feel like I'm. I'm like ticking all the boxes here. I think I'm winning. Not ticking, anting. I knew you were going to do that. I also want to interject really briefly and apologize. (laughs) I made the Charmed reference, but Paul Rudd had nothing to do with Charmed. It turns out I have my Paul Rudd movies wrong. I am clueless. I I was wondering why you're bringing up Charmed. I've never seen Charmed, so I'm like, whatever. I just kind of assumed that I was stupid. Do you like ants? (laughs) Do I like ants? Great segue. (laughs) No. Do you think this movie, I mean, this is, this is Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, but I right? assume I don't need to have an affinity for ants to... Do you dislike ants? Do you hate ants? No, I'm not an... I'm not... Are you an ant-hater? An, an, anti... <laughs> ant ant You're more of an uncle person? Boo. Boo. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm ambivalent towards ants. I mean... Do you think... Do you think fire ants are fuck, nothing to fuck with. A movie like this would make you... Like ants or care about? Do you feel like you could care about I mean, ants? Batman doesn't make me care about bats. Like it's more about the man than it is about the bat. Man. <laughs> man. So I don't think I need to care about ants to care about the man. Man. Because I think it's not necessarily that he's just like I don't envision him just like in a parade carrying a leaf with a bunch of other ants, like stealing from picnic baskets. I imagine it's just because picnic. he's small picnic basket. Picnic. Picnic. I like that. <laughs> no, I was deliberate. Um, so I imagine it's more just as a descriptor for his abilities, not necessarily who he hangs with. Yeah. But I'm maybe I'm assuming at some point once he's like, "Whoa, I'm really small." He looks to his left and there's an ant or something, whatever. And then he's like, "I'm inspired now." <laughs> sure. Ex- exactly. So you I don't can't think? Remember. Oh, what's that? Rick Moranis is down there too. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Honey, we shrunk the Ant Man. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm pretty sure. Did Rick Moranis direct this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's yep. returned. Return to form. He directed, Rick. starred, wrote, produced. So it's actually not Paul Rudd. It's just Rick <laughs> it's Moranis. Actually, in a Paul Rick Rudd mask. Moranis in a Paul Rudd mask. This is yeah. great news. I'm super excited. Cool. He did all the visual effects himself too. Did he also do all the stunts? Oh yeah. Of course. That sounds right. Big big return for Rick How Moranis. How old is Rick Moranis? He's gonna be like sixty something at this point. Maybe. I don't know. I know nothing about Rick Moranis. I mean, he never ages. It's true. It's timeless. There's a lot it's you ages. don't know about. You don't know anything about ants. Don't know anything about Ant-Man. Don't know anything about Rick Moranis. Like, what I do know. you know? Literally nothing. All right. I know nothing about... <laughs> hey, that's a great place Archie. to start. Like, I know nothing. <laughs> the Archie. <laughs> like, I know nothing. I feel like Betty and Veronica and Ant-Man. <laughs> Classic <laughs> pairing. Three of them big things I don't know about. Right. Them big things. 
Yeah, maybe maybe the enemy is some sort of flying thing. Like birds also eat ants, so maybe there's another flying dude exoskeleton guy that not gonna eat Paul Rudd, but may want to take a couple nibbles. We did we did <laughs> talk in earlier episodes <laughs> about biting. That's true. <laughs> we did. Playful, playful bites between Captain America and Bucky. I don't remember what the context for that was. Who, who does at this I point? I don't know. I feel like this has all been a fever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. It's been a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, so I really don't know. Um, but I feel, I feel like this is going to be another more self-contained sort of storyline. Um, I'm sure there will be overlap and post-credit scenes, and I don't think there will be an involvement with other... Avengers per se, but oh yeah, that's usually one of the questions we ask him. Yeah, I figured I'd head that off at the past. Um, if you if you if you would think you would see an Avenger, yeah, or I mean, I feel one like, of the one of the larger. Cast. I feel like if I'd see one, of the, it wouldn't be Tony because he's, you know, kind of doing his own thing. It wouldn't be Brucey Boy because Brucey Boy's on a plane, a one way ticket to. It's got one, t- one ticket to paradise. It's on the midnight train to anywhere. There you go. Um, I mean, I feel like it's got Hawkeye's, you know, trying to be. Daddy Hawks. Like he's got a like baby on board, baby on the way. Gotta be beef daddy. Gotta be beef daddy. Baby's uh, here. Baby was fat. All right, baby is here. Excuse me, I forgot baby is fat. Confirmed. Um, Nathaniel. <coughs> Pietro. Right. Barton. Great name. Pietro is a weird... Um, I don't know. Doesn't seem to fit Barton, I guess. That's Quicksilver's first name. What? That was Quicksilver's first name. Pietro. Yeah, that's okay. So he named him. Oh, oh, after okay, that makes okay. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you were just saying like, Wait. oh, by happenstance. I was like, okay, that makes sense for him because more of like a Eastern European situation makes more sense than <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna do Age of Ultron fun tracks, fun facts <laughs> in the pre-show to Ant Man now. Yeah, <laughs> let's not do that. We're just um, so yeah, I think this is gonna just be more like a, self, a self-contained origin story. Versus a delving deep into um, Infinity Stones, their origin, the acquisition or protection of Infinity Stones. I feel like this is going to be more side questy than main quest line. Hmm. But then he may get more into the main quest line later down the line. But at this point, I feel like it's going to be just a kind of a side note. Do you think because of that, you might not enjoy this movie as much? Because we have been pushing you towards that main kind of goal, um, that main quest, that you might not be able to enjoy this as much? Not necessarily. I think there's still fun to be had, but um, if I go into it with that more of that mindset, I may be more able to, or better able to enjoy it and like kind of table Infinity Stones for now because they will damn well come up later. Yeah. Well, one thing that I think that we can tell you without coloring this in any specific fashion is that... Ant-Man is the end of Phase 2. So if you remember, Avengers was the yeah. end of Phase 1. Age of Ultron oh, actually assumed, surprisingly wasn't the I end. I assumed it just was bookended by all Avengers. I assumed Avengers was the end of each nope. one. Ant-Man is technically the end of Phase 2. Okay. Interesting. I don't want to say anything about Thanos because I'm really fucking done with it. <laughs> if Thanos comes into play, I'm not, I'm not going to be Thanos is not in this movie yeah. at all. Does well, that we'll make it feel better? It does actually okay. significantly better. Yes, Thanos has nothing to do with the Ant-Man. 
good. Then I'm, I'm on board. Not Thanos. No, I don't like no, it. I'm not bailing before I start. Cut that one. Yeah, cut, 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 that, in cut that in post. Um, I only I only leave in my good jokes, none of my bad. Oh jokes. right, right. No, just the winners make the cut. Now you got to wonder what, what the fuck we're cutting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of just on board for the ride. I guess more than anything else. Where do you? So you mentioned you think this is going to take place on Earth. Where Where do you think it will? I mean, we've been introduced. We've been in South Korea. We've been in Sokovia. We've been in New York. I'm going to say Chicago for some reason. I don't know why Chicago. It's because you fucking love that band. <laughs> I, I do love Chicago. You're right. Yeah. That may be it. I hope, I hope the soundtrack is nothing but Chicago, but they're actually not in Chicago. If it starts off with 25 or 64, I'll lose my mind. I know it doesn't. So we're just watching a movie of Rick Moranis in Chicago. That sounds like a great movie. Yeah, I'm totally on board with this movie. I'm, I'm ready for that movie, too. Let's crush it. I think I have to leave now. <laughs> I mean, if you leave me now, just... you'll take away the biggest part of me. I'm not going to do that. I don't I don't have it in... Ooh, now, baby, please don't go. There you go. Now we can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> kill me. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinborough, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. Anting Man. Anting Man. What did you think of the Anting Man? I really enjoyed Ant-Man. Yeah, you did. I really enjoyed Ant-Man. That's good. Ant-Man uh, is so fucking I, I, good. I kind of, I liked this more, like, I liked this in the same way that I wanted to like the Avengers. In terms of, it was like a really fun ride with the, like. The Avengers the, or Guardians? Sorry, Guardians is, okay. is what I meant to say. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, I liked this in the way that I wanted to like Guardians in terms of the more lighthearted, fun, humor aspect of it. But I didn't find myself vibing with the humor of Guardians as much as I would have expected to. Mm-hmm. But this one, I did. A yeah. lot. Like, the the writing and just maybe just Paul Rudd, because I, I dig Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is one of four credited writers on this movie. Well, that also helps. And Adam McKay. You know Adam McKay? No. Will Ferrell's partner for, like... Talladega Nights and Anchorman. This all makes sense then. Um, and then the other writers are Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish, but I expect you know who they are a little bit less. I do not know who Shaun they are. Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Oh, is it both? Oh, it's both of. Those are Edgar Wright movies. Okay. And yeah. uh, Attack the Block was Joe Cornish's big thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. So really great writers overall. Edgar Wright. Uh, so fun fact, which will probably not change much for you, but changes it for some certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, Edgar Wright was supposed to direct this movie, but left due to creative differences. Yeah. Ah. Which is okay. unfortunate. 
it's one of those things that, you know, kind of brings up that we've talked about before, how Marvel kind of has a hold over a lot of these movies that maybe have caused it to have some issues with certain directors and certain creative teams mm-hmm. overall. I think we're seeing that loosen a little bit with the success we were. of this movie, but yeah. like also if this was Edgar Wright, you could imagine it would be a bigger success. Yeah. Not I that mean, I, I would imagine it to be a big, this movie. Yeah, this but it, it could be fiber. a very different style Honestly, of movie. Yeah, for me too. Yeah. Yeah, I love everything about this movie. So uh, yeah, let's let's hit up the notes. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, blah blah blah. First thing I wrote down was regarding whatever CG they used on Michael Douglas <laughs> to make him look like fucking nineteen eighties Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. Like holy shit! They've been that, that technology's been good. around for a while. Yeah. That looked great, and it he gets great. That's better every time I see it. Yeah. Yeah, but then Baby Cab didn't leave, even even in his brief bit. <laughs> okay, in that's soldier, not. I was like, that's what the not aging. Yeah, that's not de-aging. Uh, that's, that's hard. No, but like, holy shit! But they, I remember in like X Men Three, they de-aged Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Yeah. In uh, Tron, the second Tron, they had that like young. I didn't see it. Oh uh, well, yeah. Okay. I for some reason did see Tron One, but. John yeah, was great. Jeffy. I still love yeah, John Jeffy, too. Jeffy yeah. is yeah, another. But there's a young Jeffy. Yeah. In addition, a very to good old young Jeffy. Jeffy. Yeah. yeah. I remember being surprised when I saw him. So. So. Yeah, it's interesting, and even in, and then more, more recently, there's some of this technology or whatever in Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. So can can you elaborate a little bit more on why he turned to crime? Because it seems like. Prom, like it was electric, a disgruntled employee. Electrical engineer, just disgruntled employee, decided to go fucking bananas and steal and give steal from the rich, give to the poor, and drive his Bentley into a pool just for lols yeah. kind of thing. The Bentley for lols, the Robin Hooding right, so for being a decent an person. person. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if there's any ulterior like any, anything beyond that, or just like fuck Big this bad company, corporations. Fuck them. Yeah. I'm gonna do some shit. Yeah. Okay. He, he was a whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean. And then the whistleblowing <laughs> didn't really whistle pan up. <laughs> well, yeah, because the whistleblowing didn't pan out. So he's so like, well, beating. how can I actually help? Yeah. If. Fair. Um, then, like, the fourth thing I wrote in all of my notes was, already humor in this is landing for, more for me than Guardians. <laughs> also, fun fact for you guys, something I noticed. Um, well, not really that fun of a fact, but the, the dude that plays the, the hacker guy, or the the computer dude in like, the, the Russian moment. the random Russian, Russian. Russian dude was one of like the henchmen of the Joker in the Dark Knight. He was the dude in the ambulance that then gets captured and interrogated. So cool, fun, fun fact. Cool, cool. There you go. I was like, <laughs> cool. where the fuck do I know this guy from? Um, and then I just kind of kept. I think he was one of the dudes that gets interrogated and mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah. So there's that. He has a no. That's lineage a... from from DC to Marvel. Great fun fact. Blown yeah. away. Changes everything for me. <laughs> See, now you know how I feel on a, on a daily basis. <laughs> the past two weeks, this has been my life. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, then I was like, yeah, so Cross makes the yellow jacket, and then Pim makes the Ant-Man to fight him. What did you think of Darren Cross? Definitely a, a definitely has a chip on his shoulder. Hmm. Um, he has pseudo-daddy issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he seems That's to, why you need okay. a daddy to fight him. No boy. He's got a daughter. What do you want? He's a daddy. Yeah. Daddy Paul Rudd. Is this like Daddy Beef version two? Daddy Beef. <laughs> daddy Beef. Papa Beef. Because it isn't Hawkeye. 
kind of daddy true. beef. That, that's different. Yeah. Daddy different beef. daddy beef. Hawkeye beef is just like eh, mm, beef. Right. Side note, Rudd did have some beef. You Bar-Rod's did comment good. on it. Bar-Rod's yeah. looking good. You know? Yeah. He, seriously. Dude never fucking ages. And then he, now he's <laughs> like, he like cut. Something? Yeah. Yeah. He looks exactly yeah. as he did in Clueless. Yeah. Just I mean, more ripped. Yeah. But So he only gets better with age. Mm. It's like a fine wine. Mm. It's like him and George Clooney. George yeah. Clooney. Don't you hate on are you gonna hate Have on you? <laughs> Are you going to hate just on George Clooney right now? Clooney recently, I mean, he looks older, which yeah, is fine. That's the whole thing. But it not. But he's supposed to, like, that's the he's thing. Supposed <laughs> he's supposed to. I mean, yes, people are supposed to look he older looks, as they age. He looks exactly his age, but the best humanly possible version of that age. Whereas Paul Rudd, you would say, does sure. not look like his age. I would say George Clooney looks exactly like his age and wears it very well. Eh. Duh, bullshit. Is he your favorite Batman? Oh. <laughs> we aren't getting into that. <laughs> no. Bad. Bad. It's bad. <clears throat> anyway. Um, when, when he's presenting the, uh, like, the, the yellow jacket and, like, basically, the, in the little promotional video, they say, a sustainable environment of well-being. And then I was like, okay, so sustainable environment of well-being equals an army. Got it. <laughs> Interesting way to phrase that. <laughs> a lot of, I mean, it's kind of been three movies, or four movies, three movies almost in a row mm-hmm. now where people are like, the way to win things is bigger armies or, you know, a gun to the world sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, like take away the disorder and just make a lot of order and right. crisis will go away, everything will be perfect. Yep. Um, then something I jotted down. How old would you say Cassie is? Like six? Sure. Eight? I don't know. Um, he's yeah, he's I have in no prison idea. for three years. <clears throat> so what I was wondering, I was like, how does the daughter even know who the fuck he is if she if he's been in prison for three years? Because I imagine they haven't Visitation let, visit? I don't know. It's not like they weren't too jazzed about him being anywhere <laughs> near her. So I assumed she wasn't visiting, and I was like, how the fuck does she like have this deep of a connection with somebody that she barely knows? Mm. So I was thinking it was like from three to six. He's just not there. I don't know. Her Daddy age. wasn't there. I can do awesome powers references as well. <laughs> I've already pulled that one, but that's oh. fine. I pulled Twins Basil like four times, so. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing else. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get more. I'll find, I'll find a reason to put <laughs> him. I don't know her age, man. I, I also right. don't know her age. And I I also don't feel we need to oh, justify why yeah. no, her relevant. daughter loves her father. It's like, irrelevant. Yeah. It was more just like, well, oh, that's weird. Sure. Why not? Why, then, yeah, why not? And then in the bathroom, I was like, I said, well, turning that guy into goop seemed to be an overreaction. Yeah. It's kind of pulsating goop. Too. Yeah. It's, it's like, like it's still alive goop. Like sentient goop. Yeah. Yeah. Because he hasn't stabilized the witch. Well, well, obviously. <laughs> I love how, so the same tech that he has in like this beamy, gigantic test chamber, he has in like a taser as well. He's probably testing it out in different Just ways. Yeah. Portable, portable goopinator. Mm-hmm. Yep, the portable goopinator. Yeah. That's his, his other other invention. <laughs> and then I was like, so he, I was like, he, then I, then we moved on to the heist. I said he MacGyvered the fuck out of that fingerprint thing real fast. Yeah, okay. he really did. He's a smart he fella. Oh, it's pretty cool. he's a fart smeller. Yeah, uh, I knew um, that was coming. <laughs> yeah, no, it's low-hanging fruit. But, um, no, I thought that, that scene was neat. And then, like, even just, like, the air mattress and then, like, hanging up the comforter to catch shrapnel. I was like, yeah, that's... That's a nice little touch. Yeah. I like that. Um, 
And then I was like, ah, so he steals the Ant-Man suit. That's rad, is yeah. what I jotted down. Just like in the book. He steals the Ant-Man suit and becomes the Ant-Man. I feel like you said that sarcastically. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. uh, that's, his, that's Scott Lang's origin because Hank Pym is the original Ant-Man. Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Now, did it and start with, with, with Pym being the Ant-Man, or, or yeah, did the so, story start with... Fun fact, Hank Pym, not, not only is he the original Ant-Man, but he and the Wasp are uh, founding members of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Huh. They were the only two missing from the Avengers film at the time. Uh, that they oddly weren't introduced. It, what's particularly odd about it is that uh, I believe Janet is the one that names them, the Avengers, and then, then designs all the costumes for them. So mm. her additional missing nature is a, is a question mark hanging over the MCU that we can talk about if you like. Now what's the difference? Um, but yeah, original members of the Avengers. And uh, when I mentioned that Tony Stark was not the one who created Ultron, Hank Pym is the one who mm-hmm. created Ultron. Oh, in the in the, in the comics. comics. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. So again, he's just a <clears throat> super smart scientist guy. Gotcha, gotcha. Science, science, science magic, science man. Yeah, and Yellow Jacket is one of his aliases when he's not being like the uh, Ant Man has gone through a few forms, and one of them was he was Yellow Jacket. Darren Cross is an Ant Man villain, but he is just Darren Cross. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a, an interesting way to blend things together, I suppose. Fair. So then I said, so he's just waiting for somebody to steal the suit to choose the proper person to wield the suit? That seems odd. <laughs> but then we obviously get into more, like, down the line, how he's kind of following him from his B&E days to yeah. mm-hmm. breaking up, like, whatever. But Which also seemed like a weird pick <clears throat> in the grand scheme of things. It seems like a weird thing to say, like, oh, yeah. this guy, I'm just going to follow this guy just recently out of prison. I'm sure, like it, it seems like a weird. There aren't too many like shining qualities other than, like before he steals the suit. There aren't too many things that show his ingenuity. I guess it seemed like a weird. I mean, they mentioned he got through the toughest security system at Vista. Oh right, that's fair. So, so like that's that really like all they were looking for. Yeah, so they just at went the by time. That and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, fast forwarding a bit, like. Uh, Scott's kind of expendable to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I understand. He's already a criminal. I understand that, but I'm sure there are plenty of expendable people out there because you know, there are a lot not, of not just, uh, Not just a, but smart expendable. But smart expendable. Yeah. You know, someone who can do the job and then if they need to cut and run, they can cut and run. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things that I enjoyed about this movie is it's a different perspective. Usually, I mean, literally and figuratively. Like, when you think of common superheroes like the Hulk, he gets bigger, stronger, gigantic, whatever, so you have that perspective shift. You rarely get that in the opposite for superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've never seen it done. Like, shrinking down to the size of an ant and then, you know, dealing with that. Like, yes, you've seen things shrink in other movies and deal with that from that perspective, but seeing it in this context was also interesting. Yeah. An interesting little twist on the situation. Yeah, definitely. Are you referring to the first scene where he... Yeah, I mean, just honestly, just Ant-Man as a concept in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think of the scene where he first shrunk down and was going through the apartment building? Uh, It was cool. I liked the the escape through the... I like how... uh, What was his name? Louise? Mm -hmm. Was just going to take a bath for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) For no reason. The plots are great. (laughs) He just kind of walked in. He's like, yeah, whatever. 
Taking a bath is one of my favorite things to do in this world. Um, I've, I've heard. I've, <laughs> I've heard you enjoy a nice bath. Um, no, but I enjoyed that, that scene and going through like the, the 24-7 club downstairs. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. There's a lot of great scenes like that where they're just in situations. I mean, obviously, when they're in the briefcase, when he's going through his Love building. The briefcase, the briefcase is great. Yeah, <laughs> they play. With, with Siri starting to play, I was really... The Cure, yeah, yeah it's really, good. Good. And then, Did of course, the, the train fight. <laughs> I jotted that down as one of my favorite things in the history of ever. <laughs> it was great. I, I'll, I'll jump back. I said, fight on the top of a train? Awesome. Fight on top of Thomas the Tank Engine? Fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's one of the last things I jotted down, but I figured, you know. Yeah. Right. We, we could work up to that. Was there, was there anyone in that scene that you felt like stood out a little bit more than the others? And when, so, uh, in his first shrink down scene, we saw a few, few people, normal sized people. Was there anyone that you were like, "Huh, I wonder if that's a person"? Oh, the, the driver guy. Yeah, I don't know what it. You don't know who that is. No. Okay, that is an actor. I, yeah, but I know him from. He. Do you know who he is? No, but he did like an in living color bit, like thirty years ago. Which what is, was the? What do you think this bit was? No, it's not the same bit that we're doing here. It was... What? Just he's definitely there because he's famous for a bit. It's not the bit that I'm thinking what of. What is the bit that you're thinking of? Um, it was the... he. He's like the interpreter for the hearing impaired. And he's oh, in the yeah, corner of your screen screaming the words that they're saying on a TV program. <laughs> I was so, like, I was like it's very much not, <laughs> not the bit the you're bit. going for. Uh, Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> So that's uh, Garrett Morris. Like, good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> that one. So that's Garrett Morris, who mm-hmm. was in an SNL skit where he was the first ever person to play Ant-Man in the uh, the superhero like evening party skit on, on SNL. That's funny. Where it, it also featured Bill Murray as Superman, Dan Aykroyd as The Flash... And John Belushi as the Hulk. This all checks out. Yeah, he, so he played sense. Ant-Man. So he's he's the first person to technically ever play Ant-Man on that's, screen. That's a good poll. That's that's really cool. So that'll be something for you to watch later, because mm-hmm. it's a very funny skit. Oh, you sent it to me. I yes, you. I did. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is texting me? Oh, you. Uh, <clears throat> and then when he's... Yeah, so then I was trying to piece together. I was like, so can he control all ants, or does he just have certain ants that are his minions? Which is still kind of in the air. Cause I think for, he can control all ants. I think he can control all ants as well, but there's somebody puts like... working with these And there's somebody puts like species. things on top of them to do certain things, I suppose. Because they're the most useful ants. Right. Like Antony. I... Pour one out for Antony. Pour one out for Antony. I, I, I asked you before the show, do you my think favorite you ever care about an ant? That's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. Because then I said, well, first, when he was in the in the jail cell and they gave him the suit and they said 10 seconds, I was like, there's no way you can get in that spandex in under 10 seconds. There's no fucking way. Well, he clearly did, yeah. so let's move on. He did it in, like, four. Yeah, so that's less than 10. Let's move on. <laughs> ah, and then I said, ah, so I was wrong about the no ant involvement. Because earlier I was like, yeah, you don't have to, like... Ants. There aren't that many bats in like Batman. You know, not gonna be a ton of ants. They'll probably do like he'll shrink down once, put him next to an ant, be like, oh, look, they're the same size. Oh, oh. I no, there's a lot of ants. Yeah, I didn't bring it up, but Batman did use bats as a weapon in the Chris Nolan Batman movies. You had that like Sonic thing they called them. Yeah. 
So. But it was few and far between. But I didn't want to say, well, Batman uses bats, and then you'd be like, I guess Ant-Man uses ants. Ant-Beam! Yeah. That would be horrifying. Right? More than, like, Tony Stark's, like, chest Hadouken. Like, if I got ants sprayed at me, I'd be like, I'm done. Speaking of the chest Hadouken, I was surprised he did not mention it in Ultron. By the way, yeah, he did use the he did he did, he did use the to like bring down, down the entire That's thing. That's a fair yeah. point. Again, we're just talking about Age of Ultron. <laughs> just but keep coming back to it. Yeah, there's a lot in that movie to unpack. More, and I, I there's the um there's a bunch of references to Civil War in this one. Or sorry, uh, in Age of Ultron and Civil War, obviously, because that's the next movie. Uh, you know, when he's first flying around on Antony, someone's holding a a newspaper that references. Yeah, I saw I saw that. Um, like who's to blame for whatever? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when Michael Douglas is like, "This is what I want to do," Paul Rudd's like, "Okay, first things first. We should call the <laughs> Avengers." <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, as well as a visit from an Avenger, but I'm sure we will get to that in your notes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And then I said, "Why did his daughter vote him out?" Like, she was a deciding vote to get him off the board and get I him mean, out of his own company. She wasn't Why? a huge fan of him. I mean, she had mentioned mm-hmm. it. Like, they weren't close at all. He had yeah. sent her off to boarding school. Like Especially after like, the mother died. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What did you think of Hope? I liked her in the end. I mean, I liked her throughout, actually. <laughs> as well. But more specifically in the end. By the end of it, she was more yeah, tolerable. No, I, 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 I think she was coming from a place of... I, I, I liked that arc of her kind of being pissed off at her father for good reason, mm-hmm. um, kind of learning the truth about what actually did happen and how, like, he actually does give a shit about you, hence why you're not in the suit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what changed so that now she's going to be the wasp, and that's fine. But I mean, he's finally willing to... I guess to, willing to accept yeah. that. To be fair, ev- literally everybody says it in the movie that it should have just been her from the beginning. And yeah. yeah. As an audience member... Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as they're doing like the, hey, make the ants get the, the sugar. And she's like, JK, they're all going to come from the fucking ceiling. I got this shit. You want 12 sugar cubes? You got 12 <laughs> fucking sugar cubes. Let's go. That is one of the annoying things about that movie. As, as I love Ant-Man, but one of the annoying things about that movie is it's like, it's like she's right there. Yeah. Basically. Really, like, oh, yeah. She's, she's you know, she's trained in martial arts. She's already talked to the ants. She's got that down pat. You know? She knows how to do this. Like, she can... It's one of those, like, air quote the things, right, where it's like, yes, you quote-unquote have to have Ant-Man. Not really. No. no. I just had a Hope, Hope Van Dyne. Yeah. yeah. What about, what did you think about the scene where uh, she finally learns the truth? Um, I think it was a good scene. I think it was good that uh, that was shared. Uh, and I like how Paul kind of ruined the, <laughs> or Scott, excuse me, I'll call yeah. him by his character's name. Yeah. Scotty. Scotty Lane. Ruined that. Um, ruined that whole moment. Yeah, <laughs> an emotional moment. <laughs> well, walking Scotty, in. Scotty, no. <laughs> there we go. Well, typically Scotty doesn't know. I mean, it's true. But in this one, it's just Scotty. Just, Scotty, no. Just don't tell Scotty. <laughs> right. Um, it's uh, so it's not. Sorry, Alexis. It's <laughs> it's not ruining anything because we we're at a point now where we're starting to get into things like we're speculating just as much as. The next person, mm-hmm. right? I'm the next person. Um, but, you know, uh, Ant-Man is able to go into that quantum microverse. Yeah. Um, go subatomic. Yeah. So, obviously, that seems to be a tease for potentially Janet still being in there. Again, mm-hmm. like, but some famous founding yeah. Avenger. We never saw her bring face. Her back. And the next movie is called Ant-Man and the, the Wasp. Wasp. 
So don't know too much about the plot. Haven't been following any of the production or anything because I don't want to know. That's fair. But um, what I will say is that in the end of the movie where he's going subatomic, you see a silhouette. <clears throat> okay. It's very brief, and it, it's reflected on his helmet, but you can see a silhouette of a person. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's like, it's a blink and you miss it if you're not looking for it sort of thing. But I was not looking. So. I mean, presumably, yeah. Like. I'm excited to see <laughs> yeah. uh, what they do there. Yeah, so yeah. after the line that I wrote of why did his daughter vote him out, I said, why is Scott the end-all be-all? Seems strange that he's the only option given that, you know, she's kind of crushing it. And crushing him. Fair. Yeah. And crushing and I, on him. And then I just, <laughs> right, then I just jotted down, probably don't touch that regulator. Cool. <laughs> Chekhov's regulator. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh... And then I said, <clears throat> when they're discussing their plan, I said, you can deactivate the laser for 15 seconds because reasons in terms of specific amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, Security science. <clears throat> exactly. Security science. How it you is. work in IT, you know how it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, yep. You have a limited amount of time before you can change your password. That's not. That's n- no. I don't like these analogies. <laughs> and then I just did, Paul Rudd got some beef. I told you I jotted it down. You just were too excited to get on the beef train. Uh, I, always, I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> I'm always excited for the beef train. <laughs> right? The beef rankings. And then, just giving ahead a little bit, when he goes, when, as he's like coming in on Antony, he's like, yeah, this isn't an abandoned facility. This is an Avengers thing. Fuck, 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 essentially. Um, and we see my boy Falcon. Yeah. Just Falcon and the Oh. Um, I love that scene. Mr. Sam Wilson. I do have to ask uh, what he said a, tr- a sensor got tripped. And I said, he's a fucking ant. Like, do they check the roof every time a mosquito <laughs> lands on it? Well, he's still a, his, his weight. Is he still his weight yeah. while he's yeah. in? That's what they oh, said. Right, they right, just right, reduce right, yeah, his yeah, weight. Yeah. That's okay, why so he's so have, like, strong. Even in, the, yeah, even in that yeah. opening, the first, his first ant scene when he fl- flips out of the bathtub, he makes a little right, crater he makes in the a ground. Crater, yeah. And then when he, even when he lands in the car, it craters down. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. He's still got some, some weight from all that beef. Right. Um... Oh, and then I have a big break of, of notes. Big break of notes? Yeah, like there's nothing. There's, I, oh, because you were just enjoying the movie yeah. so much. <laughs> and I just didn't write anything down. That's uh, fair. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed uh, Falcon's involvement in this. Um, <clears throat> nice um, little way to segue into the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured um, the him saying we should hire the Avengers wasn't going to be the only, you know cross-contamination here. Um, but then Falcon coming into play was cool. And then, of course, there was there was more crossover with, once we got to selling it to Hydra, they're really okay now, guys. <laughs> it's, they've been doing some cool shit. But also, back up, Age of Ultron, we talked about why Falcon wasn't there, and he said, missing persons case. Right, and you didn't know what yeah, he was referring to at the time. Know. Do you, do you, you know what? Know? <laughs> at the end, he's looking for this person oh 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 yes. yeah sorry 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 yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't have seen i wouldn't have taken that as a missing persons case that that would be the weird i, I wasn't expecting to, to it's not like he's missing it's he's well, very he much can't missing. be found no it's just a man. nobody knows where he is i'd say more manhunt than missing person it's not like he lost him so like oh my god where's i mean my he butt? did he and did it's like, nah. it, it literally he is literally oh my god <laughs> where's my butt i mean that's like 
almost word for word a cap <laughs> quote. Oh my god, where is my friend Bucky? I miss him so much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Blah, blah, blah. And then I said, okay, so Luis was going to pose as a, as a security guard. For Love Michael Pena in this movie. Yeah. He's fantastic. He is great. Absolutely tremendous. And T.I. So yeah, which yeah. I knew I recognized him. I'm like, why the fuck do I recognize this guy? And that guy from the ambulance in the Dark Knight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Famed performance. <laughs> um, but yeah, Luis is great. Yeah. Daddy doesn't scare. It's a great line. It's <laughs> a good one. You know what's funny? Uh, if they were looking for Bucky, why didn't they? Why didn't they hire Baskin Robbins? I mean, because Baskin Robbins always find, finds out. We find out. I could have figured out where he was. Surprised we didn't talk about Baskin Robbins in your notes. That's a funny scene too. Yeah, well, those, the, that was good. I mean, there's a lot of funny scenes. I'm not expecting. Do you have any? This joke was good. This joke was good. The hot pretzels. Like, anything you got that's hot and fresh. Baskin Robbins. Come on, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Getting that Baskin Robbins, buddy. <laughs> I'm wondering how Louise. Yeah, seriously. Like, how did Louise just kind of waltz in and pose as a security guard? He's in the system. Yeah, she said she set him up in the system. He's in the system. Yeah. You in the system? I'm in the system. Okay. There's like five five times. No, I know. He's like, I know he said it like a billion times, but it just seemed pretty easy. I mean, Hope Van Dyne is what the number two person at the company. She's like the VP. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was like, what? How the what did that even mean when I wrote it down? When he's going down the the path on the the ant raft. Yeah. Like that's a real thing. That is? It, yeah. They clump up? <clears throat> yeah. It gets they make, weird. They can make, like, fucking rafts on water. It's yeah. fucked. And I said, and raft is neat. Seen that shit, IRL. It's dope. <laughs> is what I wrote down. So out of context, I was trying to figure out what the fuck I meant. Have you actually <laughs> seen it in yes. real life? Uh, yes. Oh. <clears throat> Dude, it's fucking disgusting, but yeah. it's crazy cool. Yeah. It is. Because they just clump. It's just like, oh, what's that over there? Is that, like, a stick or a twig? No, no. No, 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 that's 300 fucking ants. <laughs> Just in a big-ass fucking mound. It's batshit. Yeah. So scientifically accurate there. There they go. Yeah. Again on their own. Um, Are you saying the rest of the ant mentions and ant uses were not scientifically accurate? I don't I know mean, about controlling the, conduct, ants with the conductivity <laughs> of ants. I have not yet tested. Um, I can zap some ants when I get home and we can find out. But do you really, after watching this movie, could you hurt an ant? Yes. Oh. Fuck ants. Oh, okay. <laughs> not a, not every ant is Antony. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are a billion that aren't Antony. So, yeah, no. Fuck them. But he does like Antony Mackie. Hey. <laughs> he has no idea who I, that I, actor I is. I don't know who you're referring the to. The Falcon. Yeah. Oh. Uh. And then I said, classic cops leaving keys in the ignition, so clumsy. Yeah. They're just such in a rush to hang to, to you know take down Hank slash Michael Douglas that you know, you just leave those pesky keys in the ignition. Yeah. Bobby Cannavale is not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta lock it up. Um and then I was like, ah, there's the tie-in with Hydra. Cool. Glad they're, they're still a thing. Yeah, there are a lot more 
up front. About yeah, like, Yo, we're high <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think at that point, Darren Cross has kind of made his yeah. villainous intentions clear yeah, as to not if, really care. Even if, though, if somebody said, hey, guys, just wanted to let you know, we're, we want to buy your, your stuff. Um, we're from this, like, you know, rogue Nazi offshoot called Hydra. You want to sell us some stuff? It's uh, like, yeah, because I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, but... He's insane in the membrane. Get all yeah. those particles. So many particles. All, all, all of the particles. All those particles. Yeah, I, I think I jotted that down at one point. But yeah, I said, the, uh, the particle altering your brain chemistry? What? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Ant-Man had to wear a helmet to help with that. And Darren was not wearing it while being exposed to all that weird shit. Hmm. He was being exposed while he was doing those tests on things? Or yeah. was he doing testing on himself? I think he was exposed because he's a doctor. So he's probably working directly with the chemicals. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... Mixing them together. I said, to, when he got when Ant-Man got captured in the little thingy, I said, touche, but how does he know who is the new Ant-Man? How do you, he had any of a, any sorts of ideas that it was spot Oh, on? he said, like, word gets around yeah. on some of that stuff. But he had noticed he... weird stuff getting out. He says, like, oh, Scott Lang just disappeared out Yeah, he of... said he just disappeared from prison, then you immediately think he's Ant-Man? That seemed like a weird jump, I guess. Well, and, like... But he's already suspect that yeah. this technology to shrink somebody exists. But they don't know he's And then all of shrinking. a sudden, the Ant-Man is at Avengers Tower, and you're just like, huh... This person randomly went disappearing. Now the Ant-Man's around. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're assuming that those are the only two events that have ever happened in the universe that day. Well, okay. (laughs) Also, they had mentioned, like, oh, they knew that there was an old Ant-Man. And, you know, Hank was just kind of saying, like, oh, it's not a thing. But it's obvious. It was kind of like to astonish. Right. But maybe there was some truth in that, obviously. So he has that in the back of his mind. He's kind of noticing these situations. He, I mean, he even said he noticed um, the daughter uh, in the house when he went to go kill him, so he might have just noticed mm-hmm. Scott yeah. there, too. You know, they're in the same room. And Hope is the one that called in the police report on Scott. Right. So there's lots of things. To Tales to Astonish, by the way. Fun fact. First appearance of Ant-Man. Oh, is that the name of the... The comic, yeah. Nice. That's why he says it. Nice. Um... Next thing I said, like, after the cops dragged them out of the van, I said, good thing they took 15 minutes to not slap cuffs on them. (laughs) (laughs) They're just kind of, like, sitting on them in the parking lot for, like, 15 minutes, and they're like, oh, should we get to go over there now? Oh, sick. This worked out well for us. (laughs) Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And then, then I wrote down, fuck yeah, giant fucking tank, fuck yeah, Hmm. is what I wrote down. (sighs) It's pretty sweet. So it was a giant fucking tank. Yeah, and what's what's funny about it is rewatching it. It's like how many times the tank is shown. Oh, they showed. I mean, I, I did, so many times. The, yeah. I noticed it the first like once he broke into the the house and grabbed the keys. I noticed the tank right off the bat. I was like, oh, that's a neat little little keychain. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's not a keychain. No, I mean, it's granted, just a shrunk down tank. Even if it was a keychain, still a you can still you can still no. Yeah. Even if you blew that the keychain up, you can still fuck some shit up with that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <coughs> what what about was there a, uh, another scene in that general time frame that was also cool? What like before him, the tank blew out the building? I mean him, the the scene of him like running across the little mini little mini city while that's getting shot up, and then that was that was cool too. What was that? A center for ants? 
You were just laying that up, Chester. Thank you for that reference. In fairness, that's a good one, too. It is. I am not the first person to do that, either. No. I'm sure. But still, that's not bad. Google it. (laughs) Ant-Man Zoolander. It'll be be all over the place. It'll be at least three times bigger than this. Right. He's absolutely right. And also something to keep in mind there, too. So um, Darren ran away with the suit, but what else happened? Who else ran away? Oh, then, I mean... Wait, what? Wait, what? Who else was in that room when Darren was had trapped Ant-Man? Hydra, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he takes a little fuel and kind of, like, moseys yeah. on out of there yeah. as well. X, X-Shield head of development? Mm-hmm. Like, their defense guy, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Also, we didn't talk about the return of, <laughs> once again... Howard Stark and Peggy Carter. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah right at the beginning. I was too smitten by Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm I mean, just, aren't I'm we all? I'm just glad Haley Atwell still shows up. <laughs> I'm glad she's right. still getting work. I love Haley <laughs> I love Haley Atwell. She is wonderful. Yeah, no, she's great. Okay. No problem sorry. with her. Continue with your, your tank. Oh, no, sorry. And then, it's back to fuck yeah, giant fucking tank, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, and then was just all caps, not Antony. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I wrote that in all caps. Oh, uh, buddy. And then I said, neat black hole C4 deal, which was reminiscent of the... The, the, the little grenades. The, the, yeah. the dark elves. Dark elf grenade thing. It's also a, a hint of something to come, right? Because it's the unstable molecules that causes that to happen, which mm-hmm. is also what ends up biting Darren and the ass later. Right. So it's like one of those things where it's like, why, why did that kind of happen, mm-hmm. right? Because we know that there's something weird going on with his, his version of the pim particles, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, it also, yeah, comes back later. Yeah. Um, Foreshadowing. <laughs> thank you. And then as they're having their battle, as he's just gung ho firing in the in the, ho- the the helicopter, both with his pistol and when he, you know, suits up and starts laser beaming all over the place. The next thing I wrote down was those pilots got fucked up, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in there. They took a whole there. bunch of laser beams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got very Swiss cheesed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I never really see what happens to that helicopter. Mm. No, they kind of they fall out. Like it definitely crashes somewhere. They would have to. <laughs> I mean, they fell in a very nice residential neighborhood and just bloop. So uh, I bring that up because one thing that's very interesting to me about this movie and it's especially apparent because we have watched them back to back to back to oh, back. Oh, have we? I have noticed To that. back to back to back to back. It's been fun, 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 fun. Belly to belly? Um, a lot of these movies are, are following such a, like, a simple formula. Hmm. Yes. Right? Which is like, sure, fine, I get it, whatever. Um, but this one doesn't play into that formula as Right, much. this one's, com- like, that was another thing. Even just the, the stealing of the suit being the catalyst for catapulting him into this. Even though... Sure, there were strings being pulled to get him into that scenario. Yeah. But even just the, he wasn't selected for any reason. He, I mean, he was, but he wasn't, like, doing something for the greater good. He wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to defeat this thing. It wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to produce, I need to make this thing. It wasn't like, oh, I want to be experimented on so I can do this altruistic thing. It was like, no, I wanted some cash, (laughs) so I broke into this dude's house, found a suit, and was like, I guess it's the only thing I can fucking steal. Yeah. But it's also like, uh, you know, if you look at it from like a three-act formula, right, like most of these movies, it's like first-act setup, second act, they usually encounter the villain in some big way and right. then have to recoup for the epic third finale, mm-hmm. right? Here, the second act is about the Avengers heist, 
again, right. pretty mm-hmm. cool and not like a huge, oh, we, we took a blow and we have to figure out how to recover. Right. And then even in the third act, like, I, I promise I don't mean this in a punny fashion. I just don't know how to say it. Like, it's a lot smaller in scale. Mm. Yeah. Sure. I promise I didn't mean that as like a grown. I just do, yeah. don't know a better yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, like no huge explosions right yeah. outside of the building, and even that one kind of like goes in on itself. No, no giant like. Yeah, I mean, city it's, is it is being, like a yeah. No, no city in the peril. The city isn't being terrorized. The yeah. world isn't in peril. It's like no. It's just it's two dudes of, fighting in a briefcase. Kind of all this. Yeah. And before that, it's like this one. Swatted into a bug zap. <laughs> the bug zap was a great touch. That is. That was a great like. Ba-ding! I would. <laughs> I would even say another difference of this movie compared to the others is this is, a, I think, the first character that we've seen that's been reborn. It's Ant-Man coming back. Ant-Man has been there before. It was mentioned. Right. But now this is somebody else playing Ant-Man, which is a fairly common thing in, like, comic books. Like, right. it's not just yeah. one person always playing or always that hero, that character. It switches right. off. Different yeah. people get that power kind of traded off. So. Sure. It yeah. brings up an interesting point there that sure. other people can be these heroes. Yeah. And then I think the, to sort of wrap it all up, the, the fight in Cassie's room was really cool. Um, <laughs> the, it was a really good, smart way to it do was, that. The, the, it was, a lot of comedic elements the, from just the panning out. <laughs> the riding on great. top of the Thomas the Tank Engine train yeah. and then throwing it and then like, after he throws the bridge, like the little tunnel air thing, and knocks him off onto the tracks, and then the pan out as the Thomas just gets derailed, <laughs> and it's just kind of like, clack, Beep. clack. <laughs> and then he throws yeah. the train or hits the train or whatever, and then just kind of clatters to the windowsill. Yeah. Just delicately, just like, oh, whatever, it wasn't that big of a deal. It, <laughs> it's a lot less collateral damage when you're tiny. So, so yeah. well done. And then once they blow Thomas up to gigantic scale, and the <laughs> eyes are just darting back and forth. Oh, yeah. that's it's just that's just so good. <laughs> it's just so great. Yeah. Cassie's a big part of Scott Lang's story in I general. Mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comics, he, the reason he steals the suit is to uh, like help get money for to medicine for her because she's sick. Oh, so um, they don't go the sickness route in this. Yeah, one. and even over time, Cassie actually becomes a superhero herself. Oh, that's cool. She kind of takes on uh, a similar type of role to him. Does that get, I mean, would saying who that person her is? Her superhero name was Stature. She was part of the Young Avengers. I don't think that ruins anything for you. I, I was just gonna say, I didn't think don't it. think she we're going to see. She was an ant girl? No, Unless she comes into play in, in <laughs> Next Ant-Man, which you can't really spoil because you don't know what happens. Uh, and I guess they would have to age her up. Or just get a new actress. Or get a new actress, yeah. But they have the technology to see the actress. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Not not Don Cheadle? Well, the only reason I did Hayden Christensen is, you know, a different actor for Anakin and then Anakin. So I just kind of sped that one up. I mean, you could get Don Cheadle. I'd I'd be okay with that. (laughs) I don't do that with Hayden Christensen. He's kind of blah. Cool. And lame. Right? But yeah, um, and then the last thing I jotted down was he seemed to solve that subatomic issue pretty fucking fast. Did he? <laughs> we don't know how long. Yeah, we don't know if that was minutes. That could have been like days to him. They said that's a fair point. Time and space is. I guess in he had different the, technology too. Mm-hmm. That's true. She didn't have the little disky blowy things. And he had been tinkering with it. 
All no, right. I know, I know. Yeah. They're showing through the montage as he's training. Chekhov's regulator. Along with it. You don't, you don't introduce it in the whatever second act unless you plan to fire it in the third. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, That's not what the actual phrase. I'm more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 you know what I'm doing. I, I, yeah, I get what you're driving at. Um, but yeah, uh, that seemed like a quick turnaround. I mean, in real world time, not in whatever land he was in. <laughs> whatever 420 Blazet land he was hanging out in. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> he's probably just in Coachella for like <laughs> four years in there. Um, but yeah, all in all, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. It's yeah. a keeper. It, it is a keeper, as they say. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was just like the writing that I really vibed with. I mean, I think the story was cool too. I think Ant-Man as a concept is really cool. But I think the writing around it itself was kind of what like tied it all together for me. Yeah. Like Guardians, I think, was was cool. Like the concept was cool. The story was neat. But the writing didn't grab me as much as I wanted it to, surprisingly enough. Fair. Even though it seemingly is right up my alley, it didn't really grab me as I was expecting to be grabbed. Hmm. But this grabbed me. This grabbed me and did not let go. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I'm I'm thrilled. Yeah, I'm glad you loved it. It it's, is a great movie. I'm so it's one of my top five in, yeah. in all I'm, of these. I'm glad you are uh, chuffed to bits that I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, well, all right. Yeah, I don't I don't know how this. What's my? We really we really don't know what's coming next, so there's not too much we can bully you about. Yeah, there. I, was, I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, it's called Ant Man and I, the Wasp. Yeah. And she's I, got a suit now. No, no, no. Hope I got that. Has a suit. I got that. Yeah. Um, how the fuck... Did, I mean, I assume we're going to delve into how the fuck they got Bucky, but, like... Yeah, that post-credit scene. How the fuck did they just snag him? He seems like he'd be a very hard-to-snag gentleman. He was a missing person. Hmm. Yeah. I guess... I don't know. It might but take, like, a whole it, other movie to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, maybe. Like, even, if, even if he's found, I feel like it's not a matter of just finding him. Yeah. It's not like, oh, there he is. I found Waldo. Let's just wrangle him up. It's like, oh... Oh, there's a it's whole... probably a whole ordeal. I would imagine it would be super problematic. A whole, a whole cast of characters, really. It would really. probably take yeah. several characters to take him down. I Might imagine. cause some tiffs between characters mm, trying to find them. We like don't know. It's a stressful endeavor. It may take some time yeah. to accomplish. Just yeah. maybe. Anyway, tomorrow's movie is the third Captain America. Oh, is it? Yeah. Me know. So, that'll be fun. Yeah. I guess we'll find out once and for all what's a buggy. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> All right. Kill the bike. I'm gonna put my sneakers game today. Sneakers, baby. Some sneakers. Sneakies. Wanted some, wanted some sneaks, and hopefully they fit. <laughs> Are we already going?